0: Hey friends, I go by Chavid Dang. Yo
1: fam, I'm Dine
0: Peace. You're listening to Sit Down, Be Hungry. If
1: it ain't shabu, we ain't hot potting.
0: Welcome to Sit Down, Be Hungry, episode 13. In this episode, Dine Peace recaps her weekend back home in LA. We got the juicy bits, including how to decorate your home with Guy Fieri's face. We got an interview with Rights' Sofina Ong and Anastasia Jernigan, a pork-themed sauce on you, and more. Episode 13, let's get it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Sit down. Be hungry. Sit down. Be hungry. Hey, lucky thirteen listeners.
0: Hey. <laughs> It works, it works, it works.
1: Welcome to episode 13 of Sit Down, Be Hungry. This is Dine Peace.
0: This is Chava Dang. What's
1: up, guys?
0: Thanks for listening. Do you
1: have any shout-outs? I would
0: have some, but I think you've got some great ones this time.
1: So um, I got two shout-outs. I got to meet Wiz, which, I don't know, do you guys know him? No. He's from the Bay. He's from Oakland. I, apparently, like... Oh, he's going to Al- give me
0: some spots then. So
1: Wiz is the man behind Make America Hyphy again.
0: Oh, man. Okay, well, I know his work. <laughs> I'm aware of his work.
1: And so I wore the hat when I cooked with one of two's events. And our homie Chung Tech tagged him that I was wearing the hat. And then he friended me. And he lives in L.A. now.
0: Oh, because you went home last weekend. Yeah.
1: yes, yeah, so I, I I met up with him. But um, it was it all started like he DM'd me
0: <laughs> and,
1: and asked me about... Pescatarian-friendly banh oh. mi's. We become internet friends. We met up at L.A. Smorgasbord. What's that? It's basically, I, I guess Brooklyn has a smorgasbord too, and this is L.A.'s version of it. So, it's at the Food Mart. It's right next to the old American Apparel Factory.
0: Is it like an open kind of market thing?
1: Yeah. So it's a huge space that I think it's normally a farmers market or something like that. But on the weekends in L.A. Um, what part of LA is this? Downtown LA, uh, okay. right by the American...
0: Uh, oh, you're sorry, you said American Pearl Factory. Yeah, American I'm not Vera from there. Factory. I didn't know where that was. Yeah, so <laughs>
1: it's a huge space. It's bigger than any food event I think we have here, like a Fort Mason type mm. of... Uh,
0: I feel like, yeah, one of the flagship ones would be off the grid, Fort Mason. Yeah, one of those.
1: So it's uh, there were a few trucks there, but it was mostly stalls.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I feel like we need to go back to that now because I feel like the truck boom has kind of came and gone. Yeah. I'm glad they're still here and they feel like a fixture now, but I think we need to diversify it again.
1: There was live bands there, and it wasn't just necessarily food. There was like some clothing, but it was mostly food. I didn't eat anything just cause I was already full, but I met up with Wiz and I met up with my friend Eddie. And Eddie's not a pescatarian, but he doesn't eat meat a whole lot. So it was kind of interesting to Medium see uh, these two who don't really eat like meat meat.
0: But they met. Yes. And <laughs> to kind of see,
1: like, what they chose out of all these options. Mm. So that was kind of interesting for me to see. The weather it was beautiful. It was just nice to be out. Yeah, when I was there, I was kind of like, God, I wish we had a space like this in SF to do something like this.
0: Maybe there will be someday.
1: I don't know. It was it was really tight. Wiz um, got New Haven-style pizza. And he was kind of mentioning to me, like, New Haven is, like, the spot for pizza. Yeah, thanks to a
0: lot of shows that have been coming out and a lot of buzz. I've been hearing that as well. And uh, I'm curious because I don't think it's really available else. Swear. Yeah,
1: so it looked good. I didn't try any. Um, Not even a bite. No, I was stuffed. Oh, and then, um, and then Eddie got uh, a grilled cheese sandwich from the cheeses. <laughs> the cheeses. <laughs> uh, I had. I did have a bite of that because I, huh, I love
0: crispy, greasy bread. I love miscellaneous pizza as well. I would have tried. I would have fit a bite of both, maybe.
1: Saturday went to a uh, new brunch place. I haven't been to Almentari. I haven't had a lasagna that good in a long time. Mm. It was um, You're right.
0: That doesn't really sound like a restaurant hitter dish. So to go for one, it's amazing. I saw your photos. You're definitely giving me some FOMO.
1: Yeah, it was really good. It was. Uh, yeah, it was it was. Fucking it, so I good. saw the
0: picture. It didn't look like a normal red sauce one, though.
1: It wasn't very saucy. The pasta was green, I guess. Mm. So it must have been spinach pasta. Um, I, c- I couldn't even Was tell it like you. a pesto
0: or a basil kind of. A vibe? Yeah, I guess
1: so. I guess so. It looked really um, good. I loved the fried basil on top of it, it. Fried basil is the best. Fried basil is so good. It was a really great lasagna. And then we also ordered the arancini balls. And this is a little different because like, usually I feel like arancini is just rice and cheese
0: risotto pretty much a risotto yeah, but then yeah. this one
1: had like you know some peas and some carrots in it
0: mm. which was nice i some with like little bits of meat in them
1: yeah this it was a nice like different texture in this arancini balls so it was good and I, I typically don't like salads but we got one and it was fucking good mm. <laughs> we're like we probably need good a, balance Yeah, need, balance Yeah. so shout out to bessie she's been on this crazy diet but she knew like i was home so she was like fuck, i have to like let it go
0: <laughs> hey bessie <laughs>
1: And then I hit up a couple people that are really into, you know, eating and I asked uh, my friend Alyssa, sup, sup, and good. Kind so I'm like, what are the places I need to go to while I'm home? And she gave me a list and Major Domo was like kind of the new hot oh, thing.
0: You mean my new place?
1: <laughs> so I didn't even know David Chang has a new place in LA. I looked it up and I was like, man, that looks really good. We looked online, like no reservations, obviously. And
0: he went, he was there.
1: Yeah. So we went at 730, which we figured like, all right. LA people like to do things on the late side. We figured maybe we're gonna go before the rush. And so we we're on the way there and we we're calling to see like, what's the wait like? They don't answer their phones after 6 p.m. Wow. They're just like, you're shit out of luck. Yeah. We got there, it's um, it's like on the outskirts of Chinatown. Um, there's really nothing nearby. There's a bar around the corner called Apothecay. It's a new cocktail mm-hmm. bar. When you get there, it's, it's a really cool space. They have their own parking lot. Fucking David Cho artwork up the yin yang there. Really big space. We got there and they said it's gonna be about an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, away. that doesn't
0: sound too bad actually for that kind of an engagement.
1: Yeah, so Bessie was kind of like, that's a long time. I was like, well, we're already here and I feel like we should just knock it out and yeah. go. Um, we put our name down. We walked around for a little bit, and then they texted us. And we waited maybe 15 minutes.
0: Wow, they, so we're pretty under promise, over delivered.
1: Yeah, so we're like, well, let's just go, and then. You know, she's still on this diet, and me, I'm like, fucking YOLO, let's go for the <laughs> order, everything. So we asked the server, like, realistically, is this too much? He's like, no, that's kind of perfect. And then I'm I'm texting you guys. I was and so then, jealous. Well, I was telling you, I was like, oh man, it's an hour wait. You're like, you should have called me first, and you know, blah, oh, blah. I was joking. And then like I sent a picture of fucking David Chang. Yeah, <laughs> the like, real one. The real one. Not
0: not my fake ass. The real one.
1: Um, yeah, it was it was crazy. It was so I think. Fuku and all those places are good, in my opinion. They're not outstanding. It's not super memorable for me.
0: But revolutionary for what they've done. Of course. Totally.
1: Absolutely. But I think, I can't say if this is true or not, but maybe because he's there right now, the quality
0: control. Mm, and maybe that's why it's maybe dwindled at his other places.
1: Maybe, I, mean, I don't know. He probably know. has a
0: check in at all of them once in I'm a while. Sure, kind of check, I'm sure, I'm sure. Checking
1: Everything that we ordered was fucking a
0: hitter. Yeah, I mean, he literally probably touched a lot of those plates, though.
1: Yeah, it was real. I, I even asked our server. I was like, hey, you know, by any chance, like, maybe we can ask if I could take a photo. And he was...
0: No, he's, not, no, he's busy.
1: He's busy. And he's like, yeah, he's back there. If he has to stop to do something, then, you know, it yeah, all falls yeah. apart. I was like, I totally understand. He's like, but if he happens to walk by you, like, don't be shy and ask him. And I was like, hoping he would, but he did it. We sat at the bar because we walked okay, in. OK, cool. Really interesting cocktails like Bessie's Paloma was so fucking good. And I ordered there like, it was a sake. And, and what got me was the Yakult. I'm like, oh, I want Yakult. <laughs> My favorite dish of the night is um, this buttered potatoes. It was like potatoes that were cut in little squares, super soft inside. Very crispy on the outside. Those
0: are the two best textures at the same time you can not, achieve with a potato. But it doesn't
1: even stop there. Like, it had puffed rice, all these, like, crispy grains, sliced fried garlic chips, some seaweed, I believe, and something else. But that was, like, I can eat three more plates of this stuff. I feel like everything we ordered was what I super wanted from them. It was great. If LA people or anybody, if you have a chance to go visit Major Domo in uh, Chinatown, I think it's definitely worth a visit. Price point wise, I think I spent like eighty dollars for my half, and that's with the drink, so it's not bad for that type of
0: dining. I think it's expected. But yeah,
1: shout out to David Chang, the like, real
0: one. Um,
1: I thought it was a great. The new show has been great.
0: I've got through a couple episodes the other day. Uh, Ugly Delicious is really entertaining. Yeah,
1: I I've only watched the pizza episode so far,
0: and I I just did the taco. One last night so i, I, I had to do wait to watch the, rest. the other six yeah later on cool but that was just saturday and then yeah, sunday exactly.
1: like the main reason why i went to la was to take my mother to chef two and chef john yao's uh pop-up via chef's soccer center in uh, venice yeah john he's a fucking genius he's 25 years old has his own restaurant on the west side of LA. It's Taiwanese-Japanese seafood, and then two is Vietnamese flavors, and it was great. And, and my mom, she's very, um, she doesn't like to spend money on things. Yeah, it's Like most typical oh, yeah. Asian parents, yeah. but, um, You know, I took her. And she was pretty impressed. She doesn't ever really get to indulge in like a fancy dining experience. And and this is special. We sat with like friends and family of the chefs and um, a bunch of my girlfriends bought tickets to go. So it was a good time. We got pretty wasted. Um, that's well, what that, happens. It's too that, good of a
0: deal when you go to the. It, it
1: happens with open bar. $99. Um, bucks. Eight, I, 8 nine courses. It was like eight, nine courses. Booze is on them for $99. People, I can't stress it enough. Visit com and look for a city close to you. Or, or it, go to
0: one because it's worth it. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. But yeah, we had a great experience. I actually can't wait to go back to L.A. and try Kato. That's where John, uh, that's oh, where nice. John Yeo, uh, that's his restaurant. And it was amazing. And I, I really can't wait to go back and try. We talk about food food. filled
0: trips every episode. Um, I'm down to go back down with you next time to go through that as
1: well. Yeah, you definitely need to do an LA trip with me.
0: I've done plenty without you. I need to do some with you.
1: Yeah. So we celebrate your birthday.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm getting (laughs) old-ish.
1: Whatever.
0: (laughs) Shout out to uh, the best rapper name for a restaurant, Little Szechuan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) it was your birthday and um, your friend James
0: yeah shout he listens to the show too so shout uh, out thanks James. for picking the place he picked the place yeah
1: so it was called Little Szechuan
0: Little Szechuan Little <laughs> next Szechuan. to a Ranch 99 uh, in Newark yes. which is by Fremont um, it was really good uh, I didn't know what to expect I mean I knew I wanted Szechuan food yeah um, I wouldn't say the spice level was there to melt our faces off
1: I didn't think anything was that I kind of wanted to melt my face off but I we didn't I was scared
0: yeah <laughs> Or like shout out to Drewski uh, DJ for Good Company Radio. He was scared, but he came out. He he was able to handle it. So I was really proud of him.
1: Like some of us prepared and we walked to go get boba just to have in case
0: emergency like milk thing just milk in case thing, just, just in, in case, case. case it
1: was spicy. But I never really needed it.
0: Um, yeah, barely touched my water. Um, I probably should have just stayed hydrated. We got like 19 plates. We won't go through all of them, but I think we can agree. Probably some of the highlights were the like the pork string thing.
1: I, I didn't know what to expect. Like we sh- were calling it big league chew, chew. <laughs> big league chew style. Szechuan pork. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. That was good. We got two of those. Um, the dumplings were great. The scallion pancake the had a good crisp to it. Eggplant,
1: so good. Yeah, I was
0: getting to the eggplant. I was, I was building up to it. Sorry, so Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we ended up getting two of that, too. I mean, eggplant's always a hitter no matter where you go, but theirs had, like, a good texture to it. Still really meaty and savory. Good balance of spice. Little hint of garlic. I think the eggplant was my favorite. Um, then the pork, big chew, <laughs> the lamb, and everything else after. But, it was,
1: uh, so, basically... I saw that they had salt and pepper shrimp on the menu, but I wanted that in pork version, but they didn't have a pork version of that.
0: Again, we can go back and maybe try to convince them again. So
1: I asked them, I was like, hey, I want these two things. Can you make it happen? And she's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Yeah. It was a good time.
0: I'm glad everyone could make it. Uh, I'm getting old. I'm down to go there for not my birthday as well. I
1: guess we should look up if there's any Szechuan places like closer
0: because that was a trip. It was a little far. It was to be close to James. Yeah. Though, and I think they're, excuse the pun, peppered here and there. But uh, yeah, I'm down to scope out more anytime.
1: Yeah, for sure. It is now time for the juicy bits. This is where we talk about food news that's going on in the world that you and your stomach need to know about.
0: Beautiful. Dime Piece, what we got this week.
1: So this is from People. Um, Which
0: People? People. people. (laughs) People.com.
1: The People. (laughs) I found this
0: one. I was just being dumb.
1: (laughs) Flaming Hot Cheetos origin story is headed to the big screen.
0: (laughs) All right. One of the employees at the Frito-Lay company Richard Montanez was working at the Frito-Lay factory as a janitor, took home some unseasoned curls, it says essentially put a lote seasoning on it and pitch it to the executives. And they mom spaghetti gave them this one shot to push it. Now they're making a movie about it. I want a lote style. Well, the paprika, like, you know, that's on yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, I that, get that red mysterious number 40 powder that we have on there now stemmed from that. And when I first read this title, I thought this was going to be something as dumb as like the emoji movie. But this is seems. that an emoji seems... movie? <laughs> I didn't yeah, I don't, it's either about to come out or it came out. I don't care. Okay. I, I don't care. But... I saw that they made that as a thing, and then now that I saw this title, I thought it was gonna be the same thing, but they're actually gonna like show this guy's rags to riches success story. That's actually pretty cool. That could be cool. I've known Hot Cheetos as long as I can remember, and I remember being like an elementary school kid, and it was almost like a graduation from regular Cheetos to Hot <laughs> Cheetos. That was like your, your rite of passage to show that you could handle which they're nowhere near hot to me anymore But I still crave that flavor This
1: is kind of cool Just scanning through the article It reminds me of um, Have you seen The Founder? No The McDonald's story? No
0: with, I mean um, i the Ray Kroc story dude though But no I'm. I it's know. actually
1: a pretty well made movie I, I, I learned a lot that I, I never knew about the McDonald's history But yeah this would be kind of cool to check out I'm interested I'll probably watch it Thanks to MoviePass <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll maybe get it by then when the time it comes out
1: <laughs> Are you really going to get it now?
0: Maybe for this. Maybe I'll get it just for the Cheeto movie. <laughs> oh,
1: man. It's worth it. It's already uh, saving you money.
0: I mean, my love of Hot Cheetos is quite high, so it would be worth it for sure. And I've definitely spent my fair share on bags throughout the year, so it's only it's only right. I'm
1: definitely going to go buy some Hot Cheetos and cream cheese for the movie. Yes.
0: Oh, my, my vibe for that lately is when we got bagels at work, um, we would also get them every Monday. And my move would be to put the cream cheese, but then put the Cheetos inside for the texture.
1: Uh, in the bagel. In
0: the bagel. Okay. That's my little hack. For, you usually give the hacks every show, but this is my hack for this show. <laughs> is if you're given a bagel, go get some hot Cheetos and it adds texture and flavor.
1: My, uh, my introduction to this style was in high school. And um, I think it was between first and second period, we had a... Uh, I don't know what that is called, but it's, it was like snack time, I guess. Snack time. <laughs> or I don't know if that was the official name. Passing period? I don't, I don't know, actually. But um, all these carts would be out and you could buy bagels and like brunchy type things, I guess. And I would buy the little tub of the Philadelphia cream cheese. Mm. Save that for lunch and then buy hot Cheetos it's all and about eat the together. Strategy. Was that a thing up here?
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, with the cream cheese, like I said, I was doing with the with the bagel sandwich. But yeah, I can remember eating it with something cool and fatty, kind of as long as I can remember because they're a perfect balance for something that's sharp, crunchy, acidic, and tart. And kind of tart in a way. Um, I will say though, I'm a little more of a fan of Flamin' Hot Fritos over Cheetos. Okay. I don't know, there's more earthy, nutty flavor. There for me, and they're more. It's more of a satisfying crunch, I think, and because they're rare. So maybe the sequel could be the Flamin' Hot Fritos movie. <laughs> oh my god! Just decide that they're going to put the same seasoning on Fritos, and that becomes a whole movie.
1: Yeah, I've I've seen the title of like this article floating around like Facebook and things like that for the last couple weeks, and I automatically thought it was going to be kind of like a sausage party movie. Oh, yeah, That's like, what I was thinking yeah, in my yeah, head, yeah. and
0: that movie was really shitty. No, they have some but, really good names on here, like the guy that wrote uh, like October Sky or something like that. It said. But no, they actually have some people with writing credentials involved with this. So I think they're really going for some seriousness.
1: And I think maybe like the world is just running out of ideas. Sure.
0: Well, nothing's original anymore. Exactly, exactly. But if you listen to this podcast, you probably love Cheetos. So you should hopefully be as excited as we are.
1: So now you can decorate your entire home with Guy Fieri's face.
0: Wait, is this our second juicy bit? Or are you just telling me some great news? I
1: mean, I guess great news for you and the second bit. <laughs>
0: My place is kind of full though, but... This is uh, from I might Eater. Make, it's from Eater. It's from Eater. DK.
1: <laughs> I don't know what that means.
0: It might be the segment for just random miscellaneous food so news. So this is
1: seven bizarre ways to turn your house into Flavor Town. Yes. <laughs> I don't want that face all over my house, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: the patron Saint Mayor of Flavortown. <laughs> this is genius. Uh, I think they're gonna sell out. You know, we've already seen from past things we've talked about in the show, like Fairy Con. There's definitely a market for this. I don't even think it's really affiliated with them. I think they can just take his likeness. You can buy it on Society6. It's from an independent artist and she's just putting this these products out.
1: So you can get a shower curtain, a, a microfiber duvet cover, <laughs> to be specific, a rug. So the rug looks like guy fairy kaleidoscope.
0: <laughs> Wait, like, did you see what else is in there? There's like Dorito Locos tacos. Is oh my god, and there's burgers.
1: There's uh, curtains. A guy as Mona Lisa. That's my mat. that's
0: my favorite one. I might need to post that one somewhere. A throw
1: pillow which looks like. Fairy emojis that That's one might be, my, that cool. might be my
0: favorite from the collection
1: and a, a wall clock
0: <laughs> with his face just inverted in red and green. What
1: are the price points for these things? I'm curious. For me,
0: the price wouldn't matter. I would get the pillow. You're
1: gonna get the pillow, or if
0: any of our generous listeners are out there, I'll gladly take the pillow. Oh man,
1: this is cool. I just don't want this in my house. Or
0: if you want to be on the next level, get like the towel and wear it around yourself to Fairy D-Con next year or something. What towel? Oh, wait, was there a towel? Or get the shower curtain, even you <laughs> can make a toga out of it. You could make a Fieri toga.
1: What did you want? You want the pillow, right? I Lise. want
0: the pillow. So something. see how much this pi- pillow costs. How much is the pillow?
1: Oh, the prices are not that bad. It's $29.99. If you create an account today, you get 25% off everything.
0: Wow. You could almost get the whole collection. Yeah. So for our last one, it's from Mashable. The lobster emoji is getting an extra pair of legs. So I guess we're not from New England. We enjoy eating lobsters. Juan is can't because he's allergic. But uh, I've never really noticed that lobsters have three pairs of legs. Besides the claws, I mean, you know, you're very distracted by the claws, and if you're a lobster eater, there's not much meat in the legs. But apparently, uh, folks from Maine and even their senator reported that there's great news that Apple will now release an anatomically correct lobster in the next set of emojis.
1: So I'm looking it up right now, and the extra leg is basically behind. What's missing is, like, this leg that kind of goes the opposite direction of the other four legs, I guess. I don't know. I don't really know what a lobster really looks like.
0: Like I was saying, when you're eating one, it's either cut up a bunch already or you're only getting the tail. Because, remember, if you're eating a lobster, it's not like a crab. There's not much meat in those extra legs. I've tried. There's not much in there and I've just been disappointed every time I've tried. So, if you're around them a lot, like a lot of these residents are from this state, I could see maybe Apple gets enough complaints and, like, yeah, we'll add this extra pair. We just have to clone the tool on the file and just drag it down. So,
1: this guy, Joel, Ruben, he um, he wrote. This is a, a tweet. I really want to be wrong here, but this bug is missing a set of legs. Lobsters supposed to have four sets plus big claws. I only see the three sets on this emoji. Like, who the fuck is doing? That? Like, who's examining emojis like this? I
0: mean, you stare at them every day. Someone's bound to take notice.
1: Like, why are we changing lobsters? But we can have like four trains. <laughs> like, why is there four trains?
0: <laughs> yeah, there are different ways to get around. There's only That's one lobster. I'm more of a fan of the crab emoji anyways, because I prefer to eat crab over lobster. Agreed. So congrats to the lobster, but I'm down to just keep using my crab emoji. You
1: know, it was really fucked up. So last week, my, was it President's Day? Was that President's Day where everyone was off but me? Yeah. So my mom and my brother called. It was also my
0: birthday, but yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. So
1: my mom and my brother called me. And they're like, hey, your uncle gave us 10 lobsters today. Oh, I today. remember you saying this. And they were like, well, we're going to make these two this way, these two this way. What do you think oh, we should yeah, do? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I'm at fucking work right now. <laughs> I can't, I don't have time to, to teach you how to make lobster. Yeah, and yeah. you guys are assholes were calling me in the middle of the day bragging about your 10 lobsters. Like, fuck you guys. You're like, did
0: you guys make sure they have the right amount of legs?
1: <laughs> no, they don't really care.
0: Most people didn't either, but shout out to The Lobster for now becoming correct on emoji keyboard. Uh,
1: yeah, I respect that. Anatomically correct.
0: I look forward to type this out when it's ready. <laughs>
1: I'd like to welcome Sophina Ong and Anastasia Jernigan from Byright. Hi. Hello. <laughs> well, who's who? Our listeners don't know. <laughs> um, I,
2: I'm Anastasia. You can call me Stasha. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I'm Sufina. I run the kitchen and the deli um, by right 18th street. And I run the uh,
3: catering full service monkey cage. Perfect.
1: Yeah. So, so much going on. So I know we got together because of um, this weekend's event, Cushion 555. You got to meet, right, David? At, me? uh, yes, meet me. at one of the chef's hawker center events with Jake at Hardwood. I believe so. Yeah. You were yeah, there. yeah. I think uh-huh. we, we ended up crashing that day because <laughs> yeah, we weren't yeah. officially there eating. <laughs> I, th- I think I showed up pretty drunk.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think you guys came at the very end. Yeah. In the kitchen. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. got almost. Oh, you audition. got family meal. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. We got, yeah, family, we okay. got family meal. That we couldn't we yeah. even put
0: all of it away. We tried valiantly. That's it's good
2: because I I kind of killed. Some of the people with too spicy stuff. So. Oh, oh that's not yeah. a problem
0: over here. Well, I, I can't speak for Dine Peace, but I'm I, I ate it in, all. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: so you're Dine Peace. I'm Dine Peace. Ah. I yeah. don't
0: look like Dine Peace. I wouldn't look like a Dine Peace.
1: Doesn't he look more like Chava Ding? <laughs> <laughs> <A> Chava Ding. <laughs> Chava
2: Ding.
0: My beard's a little different right now, but um, <laughs> if I shaved it, yeah, a little bit. Awesome. But So yeah, uh, I guess start pretty evenly. How'd you guys get started in food? Uh,
3: I went to art school and it was in Richmond, Virginia, and I had green hair <laughs> and no one would hire me for a customer facing job in the South. So as a joke, I went to the local hotel, the luxury hotel, knocked on the back door and asked for a dishwashing
0: job. And, and before, oh, sorry, mm-hmm. before this, were you passionate about food at all or this Kind of something that just came about i
3: didn't realize i was kind of in a bubble because um my parents were really anti-fast food and anti-chain
0: i guess in modern sense that's kind of pro being into food because that's kind of norm now for people that are quote-unquote foodies yeah so even back then that's kind of putting you in that realm especially in an era where fast food was so common yeah. And everywhere yeah
3: my parents uh were really into political activism so they didn't um, they didn't want to follow chains and so i didn't realize
2: how unique it was until i moved out here Me? Yeah. (laughs) So I kind of started cooking out of necessity, taking care of my dad, my brother, growing up. And so I learned how to cook out of a Betty Crocker microwave cookbook and straight out of the box, like Idaho potatoes and all ground potatoes, because I'm hella old. (laughs) And you're like, what's that? Yeah. And then I kind of just moved up to the Bay Area, went to school, and wound up staying in the barrier food scene, opening up a bunch of restaurants as a server and a bartender, and then kind of got sick of dealing with customers all the time. <laughs> I like my butt hitting all the tables. Like, you know, plus I like to flirt with all the chefs back there. I love <laughs> and, it. And so that's kind of how I taught myself how to cook, was just through necessity, pretty much.
1: I noticed one of your hashtags today was something about the butt. Yeah. Make my ass bigger, please. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> pretty much. I, I like to
1: eat. <laughs> I think the in this world, package. that's not a problem anymore. Yeah, definitely like to eat. And then I learned about you today that you're from Long Beach. Yes. Pretty close to my
0: hometown. Oh yeah, you Long guys Beach. have that connection, yeah. yeah. You were just there. We were
1: just chatting about it earlier that like you haven't been back. It's been a couple years. It's been a couple years. I'll yeah. be very excited. I have a few uh, aspiring chef friends are Cambodian, and so they'll be super excited to listen to this episode. Shout out, David. Hi, David. David? <laughs> another David.
0: Oh, another David? Okay. Shout out to David from Chavid. <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: So, since you started as a bartender, are you pretty picky of how you like your drink?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to trademark, now. Um, <laughs> and copyright. Uh, not so much. I really appreciate what like craft cocktails are. I'm pretty simple yeah. drinker. I, I feel like that movement tequila. is fairly new. Like yeah. it's only
0: kind of been celebrated as its genre. I don't know, maybe like the last decade at the absolute most.
2: Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. Um, I'm just picky, like. When it's a little short. Yeah. (laughs) Or there's too much ice. (laughs) Or I wait too long. (laughs) That's all.
0: How do you feel about all the terms that are given to it now? Because aren't there some fancier terms like drink consultant or like bar designer or things like that when you're really just a cocktail maker? A cocktail. You're
1: gonna get all these mixologists angry at you (laughs) now. Good, at
0: least they'll pay attention to us. But I, I mean, there are new terms. I'm curious how people feel about it.
1: We're gonna get boycotted by my favorite <laughs> bars. Thanks. <laughs> Let's
2: see. Mixologist is definitely common. Craft, craft. Well, you know what bothers me more is like when. Okay, chefs are gonna hate me when chefs say like the craft. Like I still think of that witchcraft movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking craft craft or like yeah. box macaroni it and is cheese. Yes. it's a craft. Craft. Yeah. yeah. Bartending is definitely an awesome skill to have. I think it actually taught me how to have a better palate before I started cooking. I don't know. You, my dear. Uh, I just like alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> <Not a laughs> no, I, I think there's too.
0: a certain <laughs> amount of
3: pretentiousness with the craft cocktails and all of that, but
0: I I I just don't want
3: to engage in it Mm. too much. You know, there's nothing... I, I adore vodka, but there's nothing... If you're not inviting everybody to the bar, why?
0: I mean, I do like that. I I'm seeing even dive bars kind of getting into this as well now too. So they're kind of universalizing it for everyone, and I think that's a great improvement that the scene's kind of made lately.
1: I mean, I enjoy cocktails, and I also enjoy just whiskey on a block of ice. Yeah, I'm down with both. Yeah, as long as I don't have to wait too long. That's, I agree that's with that's the I most agree most you on thing. that. Yeah, that's
0: the most I, I, I think that's something on everybody that. That.
1: can agree. Actually,
2: on. I think there's a time and place for alcohol. Like, I still enjoy the little coronitas in a bucket you know, <laughs> with your friends, or like you're in the park. Parker. I was in Louisiana last year and I went to a Chili's and it was like a 12-hour oh, like- flight. That was, you know, it was really late at night and <laughs> I had a Chili's margarita with two beers upside down. Oh my what? gosh. <laughs> that's I've
0: huge. Seen that. I've seen that before. That was like
2: Vegas drunk.
0: Yeah, it was my first. <laughs> and I was
2: like,
3: fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, you're,
0: so. make, you're making me want to bloom an onion right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's a guilty I, pleasure. I think
1: that's, that's the Outback Steakhouse.
0: I think they all kind of have a variant of it. I'm not sure, nor there, am I really researching like it. Outback
1: Back in Marin City and I, so I work in Marin and I always pass by and sometimes the bus stops there and it's gone. Oh, it's gone. Huh? Yeah, I'm don't a fan work. of the kookaburra wings.
0: I don't know anything else there, I just want the Onions.
1: I'm a fan of Outback. You know,
2: I tried to make a miniature blooming Onions once at a restaurant like out of Cipollini Onions. Ooh. It, <laughs> you know? Did How they, did it turn to home? One out? One. Like, out of like 50 and it just like took forever because I was like oh, this would be so rad they're so cute and like foo and Have you like, seen those help.
3: have yeah. you guys seen
0: those miniature cooking videos are like on Facebook. Oh, that yeah. For some reason, you can't stop watching.
3: Well, I like the one with the uh, the hamster eating. Yeah. Them <laughs>
0: I think hedgehog,
1: there's a, it's a hedgehog. Oh no! It's I think there's, head, there's no, a hamster no, there's one a too. Hamster one. Oh my gosh! I need to see that one too. Burrito?
0: I've seen the little spaghetti one too. It's like slurping up yeah. the noodle. I seriously
1: thought about doing that and like looked into buying all those little things and it's fucking expensive. Well, you kind of had that
0: take-home like hamburger one, right? No, I
1: wanted like an official show, like where I was gonna have my ex record me and like I was gonna make all these tiny foods, but it's really expensive. <laughs> it's too expensive. I mean, it's like more expensive than real food. Full-sized <laughs> human food.
0: Views. Oh man, this is too much of a tangent right now. So, <laughs> how, how, so how did all this bartending and miniature food and Applebee's, how does that lead to Chopped?
2: Uh, that's exactly how it leads to Chopped. Uh, exactly. Yeah.
0: I mean, it wasn't I, exact, I assume exact- so, that's why she I, I put really them in that order. She was really
2: drunk at the Chili's, decided it was a good There's
3: idea. There's a Food
0: Network rep there uh, was like, hey.
2: Actually, one of my sous chefs uh, left open the computer. And it had the Food Network website basically on how to uh, apply, which he should have been upstairs, like, working, mm. you know, and I should have Busted. been on the computer. And he never cleared his, like, history either. It was like, God damn I clear the history. <laughs> you know? but you're on Facebook for, like, three hours. At least so. you didn't
0: do the thing most people do. Ha-ha, you got hacked. Like, did you didn't get hacked, Facebook. you left it on.
2: Uh, No, (laughs) that's a rookie. If you're listening to this right now, no, no, but he he left it. He left it open, so I I applied, and then I had actually gotten a kind of like a casting call, but I applied also when he left it open. I was like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it, I'll do it. (laughs) And then, um, but basically, it was a tournament. So the tournament was for sixty. So uh, it just kind of made everything much more sure. Why not? Plus it's scary. And who doesn't want to do scary stuff? like
1: mini Bloomin' Onions Like so like mi- how <laughs> does <and> <laughs> 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 like the back. process work so like they do research on you and you already have obviously like a cooking background and so they do all that research before they call you back yeah
2: I think you are vetted by like the local PR people or whatever and they send like a mass cattle call and like you <laughs> Skype and you you know look to the left look to the right and like you know do whatever I don't know you just kind of talk your way through it but I think they just I don't know I think I, I had applied because I used to be with American Lamb Jam or right? I used to win well I used to, okay so there's a competition <laughs> in San Francisco it's Lamb Jam great name and
0: by the way Lamb Jam <laughs> I really, I'm really into that name
2: yeah I retired last year because I had won a couple, like three years. Four you're years. Like I'm gonna let
0: some other people win for. A
1: well, yeah, yeah you them know, jam. actually let let them jam. Them.
2: When you go to Masters and you keep losing at Masters, you're like, hey, it's me again, you know. So you kind of feel like a tool. So, but, but the trip is like to New York City and to, like James Beard. So I was like, fuck yeah, who doesn't want to like go to New York City? And, yeah, like, of course. But then it did kind of suck winning the last year because I think everybody was mad. But it's just <laughs> well, you, well you, you work with you know you compete mostly against men and I, th- I think also it's women in competition are different than men, like there's less. But yeah, Chopped is great and I lost an episode for a charity thing and they make you do walk off twice. You have to walk off twice, so it's like super scarring. Oh no. It's
0: like reliving a nightmare.
2: Yeah, you're like, you didn't get that first time? You know? Double because, walk of shame. Because they think the first time you're like, okay, that's cool, right? And then they make you do it again and you're like. Whoa. So do you- they
0: play like the dramatic music while you do it for do. effect? They do, yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and then,
2: like, they'll tell you to, like, walk slower. I mean, it's just, like, you know. <laughs> Damn. Well, it was, it was, yeah.
1: It's a lot. It's a lot. Was there anything ever in the basket that you were like, why the fuck did they give me this?
0: It's kind of the design of the show, though, right? They're supposed to do that. I
1: know, but, like, yeah. was, like every time I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do with that.
2: <laughs> like, I don't know. I had um, brisket or a deckle and, like, I froze... Uh, this one episode because I, I didn't know what to do with it. I was running to get the grinder and then the other guy got the grinder. and.
0: Do you think they purposefully have less appliances so you kind of have to fight for them?
2: I didn't know you, had, you could ask your friend, like, hey, are you using that? Can I oh. use that right now? So.
0: so they kind of want that engagement <laughs> by kind of depriving you from yeah. ample resources. You
2: no, know, I think for me, because I grew up just cooking, making, I'm really good at staff meal. Mm-hmm. Like, I can make stuff taste good. <laughs> good job chef I mean, stuff tastes good but like you know staff meal you just pull stuff out of the refrigerator like leftovers yeah. or whatever or this and that and I guess it's just like sustainable cooking and like no trace, <laughs> whatever and, like I don't know and I totally just forgot what we were talking about but
3: cause now I'm hot and sweaty <laughs> horrible things and chopped baskets
0: or you could just say in general any crazy kitchen stories that you've had over the years that are worth going over <laughs>
3: Yes, you apparently do. <laughs> okay. Um, I worked at a few luxury hotels, and I can't name names. And one of our policies is that we would do anything just as long as it's legal and moral.
1: Okay. <laughs>
3: and so somebody called down, and they're like, I want to fill up my tub with dog chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> that like, exact voice, too? About that, yeah. It sounded
0: really accurate. That's why I had to yeah. ask. <laughs>
3: you know, legal, moral, and I'm like, okay, fine. Let's put this together. So <laughs> I grabbed the pastry chef, and uh, we started adding it all up. And then we had to add in, like, the cleanup costs. We called housekeeping. We're like, okay, you know, yeah, we'll do it, but it's gonna run you, like, five grand. Wow. Were they down? They were down. Oh, shit. <laughs> I can't give too much more information out, because it might lead to what place it was. But that's, that's a pretty clean, safe, everybody happy, buy right vibe kind of story. <laughs> I've got some horrible ones, but they're going to be acted out with like hand puppets. And oh, my God. Names changed. And, okay, okay. <laughs> That's
0: After got So back to the chocolate, Where was it like, did you just have like a lot of bars and had to melt them down? Or oh, did well, you actually build took, a sauce or anything?
3: Uh, we had to take half Hershey's because it's got a bunch of stabilizers in it. Because basically you have to like make this heavy ganache. And to make the ganache and have the tub filled by the timeline, they wanted to have it. We're like, so, we took Hershey's syrup, about half of it, it was like a few gallons, tempered that up, started dumping in various other chocolate, because it's got all these weird stabilizers in it. There's nothing wrong with Hershey's if you like that. <laughs> <laughs> You guys don't have any corporate sponsors, right? Not yet. <laughs> all right. So it's okay. So Scharfenberg chocolate's not gonna get too teed off since they're now by Hershey's and shit. Oh wait, they're already closed out of the Bay Area, so they don't give a shit. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, one of the really crazy ones. It's like okay, it was legal, moral, and dude, if you want to fucking pay for it, all right, we'll make you happy. How
0: much time did you guys have to prepare it? It
3: was like two hours, two, three hours. Wow, it wasn't would, too bad. This sounds like
0: an all day order in advance kind of a thing. Or no, like, the we day had, ahead. like we had
3: tilt skillets and stuff, so it was like Okay, just grab the pastry chef. The pastry chef worked at uh, Disney at one point, and so it's like, how do you make up fucking gallons of chocolate sauce in under two hours without making a true ganache? Was the cleanup crew pissed? They probably were in that same hotel. I had to do walkthroughs occasionally when there was like serious food debris. And uh, we went to like this one room that was rented out by a music celebrity and I can't mention that name either, but they had fucking birthday cake jammed underneath the phone book underneath the fucking mat. Like, what the f-? Chicken wings everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) So,
1: hip hop. Maybe. Yes.
3: <laughs> yes. But I can actually say one-on-one, that person was absolutely delightful. Okay. And um, actually came back to the kitchen, said hi, and um, was really kind to our staff, tipped really well, and was just a very genuine, loving human being. Okay. They just... were messy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they paid their bills.
0: I guess we didn't get to Sofina yet. Can you can you top She's that? Or, yeah, yeah, you don't have no, to top that, top that top but it. just we need one, we need one from you though.
2: Yeah, honestly, um, you can come back to me, but I I, I don't have anything that's. No chop fingers,
0: no hair, no boogers. No, no filled bathtubs. You never
2: had no to like, take a tubs. finger
3: out of a garbage can.
2: <laughs> no, most of my staff that. are just like
3: you know. Oh my gosh! <laughs> One of my coworkers took a big chunk out of their finger, and uh, <laughs> it was horrible. It was like it was a mercenary situation where a friend of mine asked me to come in while their sous chef was on vacay, and I came in totally goofy crew. One of the dudes lopped off the tip of his finger, and we wrapped it, and we couldn't find it immediately. So oh, I had no. to send him, we had to send him to the ER. We had to recover what we could, and in the panic, one of his coworkers grabbed the cutting board and threw everything in the trash. And it was? It was in
1: there. Oh, so wow. I had
3: to take a bunch of sheet trays and throw parchment paper on them, <laughs> and go down, like, the nearest trash can where I saw the blood, and, like, dump out the contents. If I lost a part of me and I needed it sewed back on, I, I would hope one of my coworkers, my would chefs would do that for you. Yeah, try to find it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like rustling through it and the wait staff there was very curious about what I was up to. And I was trying to be very gentle, like, hey, you know, it's uh you, you should be on the floor right now.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> what are you looking for, chef? Oh uh, Lizzie's <laughs> finger. You could have said, Oh, some protein. <laughs> yeah. We eventually found found it and sent it over, but like I had to send people out of the kitchen because they were like, there was a the crowd gathering, like, what and are it? You doing? And it gets
1: other people, like, yeah. what's going on over hey, there? What are you doing in the trash? Yeah, oh
3: wow. <laughs> well, I'm finding treasure. <laughs> but yeah, it was our buddy's
0: finger <laughs> Did he make it back? Yeah. Oh, okay, so yeah. there was a happy ending.
1: Yeah, the most I've ever cut was like, like a chunk of the skin, and it was both my thumbs on the same cooking event. And I was like, I can't text now. (laughs) (laughs) Was it a mandolin? Yes. Yes. It was a stupid-ass mandolin. By the
0: way, I love how this segment kind of became more, I think, more kitchen. No, no, well, (laughs) more more kitchen staff is going to be into this than just normal food listeners, which I think is great because it's widening our audience. We're St.
1: Patrick's Day, not in the Halloween. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can you tell me what was that moment that made you decide that you wanted to become a chef? Or maybe you don't know that. I don't know that about you two. (laughs)
2: Chef is, like, a weird term. It's a four-letter word.
3: Yeah, it's a four-letter word. Let's (laughs) review.
1: Fuck. Love. Mm, Chef. Chef.
3: Cook. Crap.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I... For me, it was just, I think, because I naturally am bossy.
1: <laughs> that's a good, that's, so, well, <laughs> that's a good characteristic to have if you're a chef. It also begins with a B, too. Well, I'm also,
2: like, super responsible. Brilliant. And I have a really strong work ethic. Like, I believe you have to work hard to kind of get where you're going. I mean, I wish I had a few more mentors, I think, before I, like, became chef. <laughs> I think I just became chef by circumstance. But when I realized, like, this is what I wanted to do was because I didn't want to be a line cook anymore. (laughs) That's a good reason. No, I mean no, I'm I'm a I'm Actually, I miss line cooking. And, like, it, there are many, many days where you're just like, shit, I just want to, like, cook scallops, like, 300 orders or whatever.
0: Or just <laughs> as common as a word it is, it might be kind of misconstrued. Like I was saying, a lot of kitchen staff is probably going to listen to this show, so they'll know. But I guess maybe for the average listener that just go to restaurants or just eat food, they think everyone's a chef. So maybe when we'll going go into why. It eat. is
3: a really misused word. A, a term, right? Or yeah. a,
0: um, maybe a, a ranking type of word, maybe?
3: Some of, like, you know, there's the zen element of it, but then there's the militaristic element
0: of it, and... Because yeah, I think anybody that doesn't know kitchens just think everybody that's in restaurants is a chef. Yeah,
2: I was a chef when I was bartender. Bar chef.
0: Bar chef. Chef tender. Chef tender. Yeah. <laughs> chef tender. Chicken tender, chef tender. Chef. Tender, tender, <laughs> tender chef. Tender, tender, chef. tender, tender chef. loving
3: <laughs> moments with okay. your chef. Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, being chef kind of sucks sometimes, so, like, you, you have a lot of, like, responsibilities outside of, of just... Being able to, um, you know, create recipes and, like, cook and, like, make people happy because everything you're responsible for. So mentoring your crew, like, call-outs and the dishwashers and when the toilets <laughs> explode and, you know, stuff like that. That's so, where the dishwashers spend. been. Yeah, you know. And sometimes when the dishwasher's say, like, no, you know, I'm not going to clean up that shit, you're like, okay, cool, thanks. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I, I like being chef, but it is a four-letter word. It is a four-letter <laughs> And my thing. husband says it all the time. It's a four-letter word.
0: So through all that experience, um, how did that lead to Byright for the (laughs) both of you?
3: Um, I out of the blue for shits and giggles sent Sam, the owner of Byright, my resume. He's always been on my radar and uh, I've ran into him a few times. I sent him my resume. He called me within an hour because I had Edna Lewis on my resume. Are you guys familiar with her? Uh Uh-uh. Okay, so she was the first black celebrity chef and the first female celebrity chef. They just did like a Top Chef episode about her. And her story is really tragic for the fact, like, she worked her ass off. Her books, when you crack them open, I'm from Virginia, and she's from Virginia, too. Um, She's got this great book called The Taste of Country Cooking. And, like, once you've read this book, because the way she describes the food, eating, family, harvesting, rendering lard, making biscuits, it's a tome of beauty. And she passed away on Valentine's Day. This past Valentine's Day? No, like, about eight eight or nine years ago okay. and anything one of the things that really ticked me off is that once you've read her stuff it really does kind of change you and if you find someone that's worked for you want to talk to them so <laughs> he wanted to talk to me because I uh, I worked with Edno and I went back and forth with them and I had a few interviews and they eventually put me in full-service catering because they determined that's where my skill set uh-huh. was strongest versus their needs so uh, yeah, it was just kind of out of the blue, and I believe a lot in the the ethics of the company.
1: Okay.
3: And it's
2: it's a fun place. Yeah. It's a fun place. It's really different.
1: <laughs> well, you kind of mentioned earlier, Safina, that it's different because it's not a restaurant. Yeah.
2: So, I started at Byright recently and um, a little bit before Thanksgiving because I have many friends that work at Byright. And
1: <laughs> you're like, um, I want to work out with my friends. <laughs>
2: yeah. It was also, I believe in Byright, the company, and Sam has done an amazing, to me, it's iconic San Francisco. I've lived here since 91. And just the change, you know, just 18th Street is like Byright, Delfina, Tartine, mm-hmm. and like that, like, you know, more affluent food movement I would say but more I don't know I'm still like a 500 club girl, so like. Because of that <laughs> so for me, I, I wanted to go to Byright because I wanted to learn something different, another skill set. Because we, we as chefs, we, we or that four-letter word. Yeah. You know, your choices are catering or like restaurants or like the new age of doc or not doc-com. techies. So you know, the tech companies now like Facebook and all the good cooks go to the bigger companies. So I just wanted to learn something different, it's astounding, like, what retail is, and having 25 people under you, you know, that you can't, like, yell at. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was just a change, and I figure uh, I'll, I do miss restaurants, and I had promised Sam uh two years. Two years, Sam. <laughs> we love um, you, Sam. <laughs> but, you know, it's its a market. It's kind of fascinating, and, like, it's incredible to be around um uh, the traceability of like all the products that you have, you know, and sustainability and everything Which is part of the reason why we're doing the Koshan competition because of the heritage pigs <laughs> And you know and the farmers and stuff. So it kind of all It's a circle basically.
0: So you mentioned Koshan um, What more can you tell us about that since we're gonna be there on Sunday?
2: We want to win. And pork, Hallie, yeah. and pork is a four-letter word. Chef pork. Chef pork. Yeah, Torch. pork chef. I'm excited. I've been working with them for a few years, and it's always a great event. I believe in like supporting the heritage. heritage she likes breeds. a pig. I like the pig. You likes like a pig. pig. <laughs> yeah, they make my ass bigger. So um, <laughs> yeah, Brady and. Um, his group of uh, married people—they do really incredible things across the country for pigs and for the local farmers and stuff. So, Koshan is scary just because it's—it's it's hard. It's not really like—it's hard to do something different it's, um, and to think outside of the box. We're doing this on top of our normal. normal. Yeah, workload. Yeah, <laughs> so you know, we're like at the end of the day, we're like, what Ugh. do we want to do? I don't know.
0: Kushan time at the end yeah. of the day. Kushan
2: <laughs> time. I wanted to meet Aisha Curry. Hi, Aisha. <laughs> <laughs> we've got pork
3: bun that we've been
2: preparing for you. Is that yeah, word? can you can you give us a sneak?
1: Preview of what what's to come. <laughs> bung, <Pork laughs> bung or, Oh,
2: we might lie though. We could say we, we can lie, lie. We can lie. What we're gonna say? We're making slim Jims. <laughs> I'm
3: down. Yeah, homemade slim gym would
0: actually be pretty cool though. Yeah, yeah.
3: Th- those are those are lamb casings.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Wow
3: yeah see she's that's why i brought her she's like no they're like like, uh, my great uncle's got some polish delis in new jersey and so uh poland they have something called a beer stick and it's a primitive slim jim it's fucking delicious if you ever can get one the guy over at uh 22nd and geary sometimes will have them fucking excellent, But it's usually lamb casing.
0: Like our friend Patrick would say, some gyms were his intro into charcuterie. Do you yeah.
3: guys
1: get to judge or are you guys just like
0: me? Are you
3: just too? just
1: judging us? We're yeah. gonna go there and, and eat. You get to get, and then talk eat. about it on The uh, Down Be Hungry. Well,
2: you have, you have six categories and then you have to feed 24 judges, and then you have to feed like 500 people. I was gonna so ask you how much you have of to hard prepare to balance, for. Like, yeah, four dishes, 500 pieces each. It's kind of—it's a lot of
1: food. It's a lot of pork. My pig
2: was really small. <laughs> tiny <gonna> pig. <laughs> um, I did make an experimental Laotian sausage today. Ooh. So. Um, Tell me more. I just, you know, i it's kind she of... She experimented in college. Yeah. <laughs> she was a four-letter word, too. <laughs> <laughs> Cover your
3: ears, everyone.
2: <laughs> Sorry, husband. So, um,
3: it's Lent now. Another four-letter word. Another four-letter word.
2: It's uh, ground pork with, like, the pig skin, put some ears and um, other goodies in it. But I'm, I left it at room temperature to ferment for a couple days. So I'm hoping no one, like, puts it in the fridge.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> a giant neon tape. Don't touch. I
2: actually, I did. But Good it doesn't down. mean that, like, yeah. you know, someone,
1: a do-gooder, a do-gooder.
0: So, so this might not make it to Sunday.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Are, are you guys making the same exact things for the judges as you are for the 500 people?
2: We're making six things for the judges, and then the rest of it we're going to see what we can piece together. We might make something for the rest of the people um completely opposite. Just depends on how much stuff we have cuz you like if you wanted to serve ribs there's only like 13 ribs per so, yeah. so, you know, so like, you're given one yeah. pig and that's yeah I didn't realize that. So yeah, you get one pig and like some some of the photos I've seen that um I know like Marlowe or oh, they got some big ass pigs. Big ass. They pig. got a 400 pound pig.
0: <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> yeah is everybody is everybody given the same size pig or no, is it we,
2: No,
3: we, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Koshan people. You guys are the best. Um, no, we, we I, I'm are. her crazy friend. <laughs> this is out of
0: charity.
2: <laughs> we each get a different breed. And so I've had a Mingalista before, but a lista is like a lard pig. But um, we got a special one that's like a two-year red. Yeah, it's, it's a red really Mangalista, so it's a little bit leaner. It's only two years old and it's more like beef. Tastes more like beef. Yeah. We had some raw the other day. So. I don't know in my
0: head, I just put together the word bork, which is also bork, a bork. Word of bork. Bork. <laughs> bork. We bork. are tomato. You know Actually, yeah.
2: we might just put that on the menu, bork. Yes, you guys bork. can have that, please. Okay. Oh wait, I'd be can happy I do to my contribute. Act? Bork on crute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just just for you, Torrance girl. I love hey. it. Yeah. With wood made. Bork on croute.
3: Pork on crew. I could do the Borat act. I can show up the babushka and the... (laughs) Hello,
2: everyone. You have our pork. It It is pork and beef together. So we're... I don't know. We're still kind of, I'm still, we're winging it. I'm still <laughs> winging it. Everyone's waiting, like, what the fuck are we doing? And I'm like, oh. but I sent a photo today. <laughs>
3: <laughs> a photo of?
2: Of what we were going to do. Oh, so yeah. So we are making
3: a, <laughs> yeah, concerted effort. And I've had, like, blood in my bag and stuff, hoping that the police would
2: stop me. Oh, yeah, we were trying to make mochi with blood. Ooh. Yeah. And then just- we didn't communicate very well. <laughs> yeah, so I thought, like, <laughs> Japanese mochi, and I'm, like, the I'm, like, f- the Korean it. rice cake mochi.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: you like, <sighs> with we'll flour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so when you oxidize. No, I was doing like the rice pounding. Oh, wow. Yeah. coagulated.
0: <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that Facebook video those dudes that do it like really fast? And they even slow it in- I'll have to show you guys. Yeah, that you she seen sent me some videos it. to yeah. make me sad. Oh.
3: Like, <laughs> you can't move that fast.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Don't worry as fast as your friend on instagram
1: <laughs> like what time do you guys need to be there by on sunday 10 10 okay that's not too bad Bought to you i you haven't <laughs> i haven't told
2: them yet probably by 10. Oh, great. It's just, well it's you don't know what you're walking into so they're really
1: better you know and it's just uh, and i get to drive (laughs) So you get to go, you you get in at 10, you kind of, do you do a lot of the
2: prepping there? So judging starts at like 3 or 233, so a lot of it you have to be ready by 2. And then... A lot of it's loading in, like, finding stuff, putting places together. And, you know, you have, even though you're, like, a cohesive, incredible team, doesn't mean <laughs> that, like, everybody knows what the fuck they're doing. So it takes a while to, yeah, like... you're in a new space. It's growing pains. Yeah. So. And that's when you become chef. You're like, no, I want that right there. <laughs> like that. Chef, do this
1: again. <laughs> so, like, do they have the judges, like, judge the food right at that time and then everyone else gets to eat? Yeah, is no, I think works? there's
2: the judging is for the first hour. Okay. So then you have 24 judges, and then you have to talk to them, and then they hop from table to table. Do we know who the judges are? Hog Farmers Media and a lot of the local chefs and stuff like that. So, yeah. And then, you know, they're like your buddies and stuff. You're like, hey, babe, and you're, you know.
0: <laughs> trying to, say, to swindle hey them. Hey,
2: too, I love you. <laughs> it's only
0: a two-letter word, but I still love you. It is <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Well, good luck, guys. That Thank looks, you. We're excited. will we'll, good thing we get to show up later because we might be hungover as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> um,
1: well, I mean, and then we're gonna get hungover the next day because there's a lot of wine to drink. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's bourbon. true too. And bourbon. Oh yeah.
0: yeah. Wine's a four-letter word.
1: Yeah. We love beer. Words. Beer. Another Fine great four beer. letter word. Bork. Yeah, so shout out to Koshan545. Bork. Bork. Thanks, Koshan. <laughs> hey, Aisha. Um...
3: That's another four letter word, Aisha.
1: <laughs> Thank so you, cool. Safina and for Anastasia, us. for being here with us today. And we're so excited for Sunday. Yeah, we'll see you guys there. <laughs> Thank you. Later. Thank
0: you. So the most controversial bit on this podcast is back. It's called "Saucing On You, where we name three food items, and you've got to pick one to never have again. So we've got our guests back.
2: Never again. Never
1: again?
0: Never again.
1: Never more. All right. What are the items?
0: So for this week, we've got thick cut bacon, roast pork belly, or barbecue pork ribs. That's
2: so wrong. <laughs> <Damn>. Exactly. <laughs> That's
0: why we do this. It's okay. to end friendships.
2: They cut
3: bacon.
2: At least you can get
0: thin-cut bacon, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't hack it that's like true, that. You found the loophole. No, yes! no, 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 no loopholes. Okay, okay. Russian <laughs> mafia
3: connections have helped me with this segment. <laughs> rose pork,
2: like American rose pork. Pork,
0: pork, pork belly. belly, pork belly, crispy, crispy, all Chum that goodness.
1: Soul?
0: Chinese <laughs> style. Yeah, let's make it Chinese style yeah. suyuk.
3: So, so, okay. Or lechon. <laughs> Lechon's I'm going to say uh, thick-cut bacon because I can get thin-cut. <laughs> I like that hair. Well, like, ah, uh, I, got, I got him.
0: Okay, so, Sofina, by the time it comes back around you, the, the okay. rules, will, the clause will have changed, and okay. now you have to, you can't, yeah. it doesn't involve any other form. <laughs> It'll be a quick, um, quick addition to the rules. Dime Piece, do you want to go?
1: All right, so thick-cut, or bacon, ugh, I only like thick-cut bacon, so I don't know that's a problem <laughs> roast pork belly and barbecue pork rib I'm gonna get rid of barbecue pork rib cause I prefer beef ribs really? are
3: you from Texas or some shit?
1: no I'm from California <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna get rid of pork rib. I love pork belly, bacon. Okay, so with bacon, I only like like really crispy, salty bacon. Like, I fucking hate the soggy, salt, uh, chewy. chewy, sweet things from Sweet Maple and uh, what's the other kitchen story? Like, I hate that.
3: Brought to you by Sweet Maple. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I don't like it. I, I, li- I like crispy, salty bacon. But I'm gonna get rid of pork rib just because I prefer beef ribs. Uh, me. Are you I'm ready? Looking, yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> Remember, you can't pick thick, thin-cut bacon anymore. The rules have changed.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to get of the litigator. Thick, <laughs> yeah. thick-cut bacon. Just you,
0: you're cause... dropping it anyways. With Even knowing you can't get thin-cut bacon okay, either. Okay, yeah. No bacon. No bacon. No bacon. No peace. Uh, no,
2: no bacon. bacon. No piece. No bacon. Um, bacon it's not a
0: four-letter word, so...
2: I like... American barbecue with, I like ribs with baked beans and potato salad and like a lot of them at one time.
3: All, <coughs> together. And, All together. And I don't like, like to wow.
2: share. No, yes, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Get your own. Well, I am. Get your own <laughs> platter. <laughs> and then roast pork. Like, dude, I'm Asian, man. Like, I need, I need the, I can't even say it. Just, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's pork belly because then I can make bacon. If I true, you know, I can smoke it and I can make bacon out of
1: the roast pork. You have that advantage because you're that four-letter word, chef. Yes. I am <laughs> very
2: much a four-letter word. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. No. Um, yeah, but definitely, I'm, I'm like a rib, a rib, like a. This, yeah, I love a, I love ribs. Love ribs. We're gonna make snail ribs at Koshan. So
0: snail ribs. Ribs
2: with snails on crew. Oh, like on crew. I just let that out of the bag. Ribs with snails. It doesn't fucking go together. But like we're gonna make it's it. It's You're gonna go
1: out <laughs> of the box, right? Do anything.
2: It doesn't go with anything. I saw a can of snails and I thought, yeah, that's great. And so we have like a local grower of snails or a local farmer. I didn't even know what you called them. Snail rancher. Snail rancher. Snail rancher. Snail, right. snail, a snail rancher. rancher. Must
0: be a very slow job. Well, you yes.
2: should see the hat they wear. <laughs> yes, yeah. ribs, and bacon. Ribs, ribs, and
0: bacon. Where's your favorite barbecue place in the area? Poor <laughs> <laughs> little roots.
2: Hardwood barbecue. Right. Hard, Hardwood is pretty, pretty Hardwood's pretty. Jake's fucking Shut spectacular. Jake. Yeah, yes. you're spectacular. Yeah, they used to have uh, flints, like, back in the day in Oakland Lake shit like was 25 thing. years yeah. ago um, in the triangle or like West Oakland. I go to Charleston. I go to um, hometown barbecue in Charleston and uh, Rodney Scott and uh, the dude from Austin, which I can't yeah. I have I go to Charleston like twice a year, so that's my barbecue thing. Plus they have frozen drinks that are fucking. Like slushies? <laughs> like the slushies? Yeah, I love about, those. Yeah. They have frozen drinks called like the game changer, the painkiller. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But there's like no limit in, you know ribs. So that's my segue. And you? What do you think? Oh,
0: cha- um my opinion's kind of been swayed now. I was a little on the fence. <laughs> I think we're all agreeing that pork belly's staying, just because it gives so much.
3: Yeah, so little of us. Yeah, <laughs> and
0: it's so it's so like all it's so always there for you. Um, I think bacon's too ever present. Like, it's too common for me. And also, myself, I too am a big rib aficionado. Uh, I prefer beef, but I still have a soft spot for pork as well. So I'm dropping bacon. I'm getting rid of bacon. I got to keep these ribs. And yeah, pork belly. I feel like, yeah, there's always that for sure when you got to keep. And it's pork belly this time.
1: Pork belly is definitely the winner. Um, I So about the bacon thing, like, I, I hate, like, bacon soda, bacon infused vodka. I hate, like, all well, of that. The, the,
3: the children flavored vodka, you
1: know, like... Gummy, oh, gummy gosh. fish.
3: I mean, have you seen
1: that shit? Gummy fish vodka, g- g- like no, no, Swedish like
3: go, fish. Go, go, yeah, Swedish <laughs> fish. Go to Bevmo, and they have a children's vodka section.
1: It's like for the children. Yeah, it's
3: for the children. Making, like for
0: fucking, our future.
3: No, it's it's like birthday cake, fucking gummy. It's like, so what, bad. Like, cotton candy. I'm I'm Russian, Ukrainian, and Polish. It's like just fucking piss on all of our flags with this fucking vodka. <laughs> It's true. I mean, I went to Russian Festival this last spin. Uh-huh. It was amazing. 25 different flavored vodkas. Fucking amazing. None of that cotton candy bullshit. None of that. Just pickles. Dude, they had dill pickle <laughs> vodka. They had black pepper vodka. They had buffalo grass vodka. They had... Oh, buffalo grass? Oh, my God. Yeah, so in Poland, they've got... Um, some of my family, when they go, they bring it back. Um, it's this grass, and it's kind of like watercress, and it's a little peppery, and they put it in a vodka and it has, like, a different flavor profile. Shout out
1: to all our Finnish listeners. For a while, we had a a shit ton of Finnish listeners. (laughs) Really? Yeah.
0: They're not done.
3: They're not Dutch. they're not Dutch. They're not Russian. They're not Polish. They're not (laughs) Lithuanian. They're near our borders, and they're just really nice people.
2: And they like pork
0: Everybody should. Well, except for some countries, because of religious reasons, but... Most countries. They get a pass. Yeah, they get a pass.
1: <laughs> thank you. Well, again, thank you for being on our show. And Thanks for having us. We're and blessed. good luck on Sunday. We're so excited. Or, or is luck not needed? Oh, luck's needed. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening to our show. Yeah, hopefully
0: you keep some luck out there since this is the unlucky show.
1: <laughs> um, as always, we appreciate all the love and support that you give to us. Uh, follow us on IG. Hit subscribe. And visit like, our club. Visit our club. Dot club. You know, follow us on iTunes and uh, SoundCloud. Hit subscribe and like us. David, what do you got? Coming up.
0: Yes. Uh, probably eating a lot of sad salads. <laughs> I've been. <laughs> Your uh, <it's>, faux Terry. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go back to my hardcore faux Terry and will be real vegetarian probably for the next few days. Um, I'm looking forward to this Friday though. Uh, off the grid, Port Mason, I think resumes. And uh, shout-out to our homie Jason of Frozen Custard and Trademark. He's starting a new venture. Yeah,
1: we're recording at Copyright right now, actually. Yeah, and we
0: just got to try a little preview of what's coming Friday. Uh, look out for Oodle Cups. They're, uh, I don't want to give away too much because you guys should just get excited to go, but it's more than just cup and noodles.
1: I like it. I thought it was a good snack. I like that it's portable. I like food that's portable. Yeah,
0: we'll tag them um, so you guys can kind of get checked out on the preview. And uh, go have one this Friday at Off the Grid, Fort Mason. Uh, I'll probably try to be there. To
1: kind of go off of, like, what you were talking about, like, being your yourself. Thing. While I was home this weekend, I was looking at old photo booth pictures of myself and Bessie. And I was like, fuck, I kind of need to lose weight. <laughs> so like, don't invite me to Halloween Wing Plus for a while.
0: Or we can just go like hike to eat places or something.
1: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
0: we, still, we can't give up HWP. Sponsor us. But yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm super excited to go to Cushion 555 Yeah, you, you got Sunday. ahead. I am just going
0: to ask Dime Peace, what are you doing? Well what we're doing. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all
1: three of us are going.
0: one's coming too. Uh,
1: I got to visit it once when I first moved here and I thought it was a really cool event. But yeah, this year they're going to have an at and Park. So Cochon 555, it's a port competition. I believe it's in 10 major cities and then the final Cochon is in uh, Chicago. I think what's happening is it's going to each of these cities every week. So like this Sunday is San Francisco. Next week it's going to be in LA. So this year's chefs are Aisha Curry and Jeremy McMillan of International Smoke, Sophie. Who we talked to her earlier. Got to meet her earlier of to Byright. Scott Romano of Dry Creek Kitchen. Jennifer Puccio of Cavalier and Howard Co. of The Bear and Monarch. So each of these chefs are given one pig. And so you get an idea of who goes to these events. There's twenty five judges and about five hundred attendees. And so realistically you're just gonna get a small bite. But I didn't but with I, 10
0: pigs. You can get 10 really good bites. I
1: didn't know about the one pig thing, so that's kind of cool. Cushon also um, challenges five celebrated sommeliers on the third annual. It's called the Psalm Smackdown.
0: (laughs) They could've just called it the Psalm Slam.
1: <laughs> that works too. Yeah. Um, and I think there's gonna be a lot of bourbon poured at this event.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah, so tickets for this event, it's $130, general admission, VIP tickets. Uh, what you get with the VIP is early admission and exclusive access to the cocktail competition. Um, and that's for $200. Ooh. I believe the chefs are making special dishes for the VIP pass. So, I mean. I, don't mean, know. I mean I mean, yeah, 200 bucks is not that bad yeah. to see this event um, it's happening at 18AT;T Park it starts at 3 p.m and um, good
0: we'll be hung over on Saturday morning or oh it's morning, actually anyway. 3
1: p.m. for a seminar 4 p.m. for the VIP and 5 p.m for the general admission
0: okay good plenty of time to recover
1: um, so what's also special about this competition is proceeds are gonna benefit it's called piggy bank it's <laughs> <That's> too good <laughs> which is a really really cute name. Uh, Piggy Bank is creating a farming sanctuary for heritage breed pigs, which many are endangered now. Yeah, so... Um, Come yeah. find us. Come find us. Hopefully you can make it. Uh, follow our stories. We're definitely going to be live sharing as yeah. much as we can at am trying to give you event. some FOMO. And I'm excited. And I'm going to wear uh, a big maxi dress so I can eat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and then be
0: horizontal later. Yes,
1: definitely be horizontal later. But I, I did talk to Kat earlier, and I was like, after this weekend... I need to
0: chill the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I'm on that same vibe. I need to recover until this weekend. Yeah. So, See how good I am at that. Super excited. Koshan, 555 US hey. Tour. <laughs> 2018. Out. Bye.
1: And